Hey y'all, back again with the GNN Sports Podcast. This is Kyrie Demos, and I'm so glad to be joining you guys once again, um, sharing stories and experiences here with the podcast and through our stories with the Greater Niagara Newspapers. For those of you guys who didn't know, I was furloughed um, due to everything going on with the coronavirus. And, you know, it was crazy being away for four months and just seeing all the different changes going on here in the world with, you know, the social justice efforts, um, rest in peace to George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, and, you know, just the many different things that, that have taken place um, in this country. But, you know, on the sports side, uh, things are really just so, so unique right now. Um, I mean, the fact that we have a, a baseball team, uh, an MLB team right here in our backyard, you know, with the Buffalo Blue Jays now, we'll call them. Um, just so many different things, you know, still uncertain about what's going to be happening with the high school level. Um, which we'll be finding out next week, just for a heads up um, out there. So um, just wanted to get back into things and start sharing these stories and experiences with you all. Um, the first episode back today, we have Wilson graduate Julian Andriola, who is going to be discussing a few different things. He got into some social justice efforts this summer. He also was good, is going to be playing for St. John Fisher College. He's going to be playing football for them um, with the Cardinals. But Unfortunately, it won't be this fall because the Empire 8, like many other conferences um, in the collegiate ranks, they're going to be switching to the springtime to put together a spring season uh, for all the fall sports. And also, too, he's going to discuss a little bit about being on Wilson's uh, division championship team that ended up playing in the Class C title game at New Era Field, not now Bills Stadium. So uh, just glad to be back with you all sharing, sharing these experiences and these stories. Um, we hope you enjoy and take a listen. Hey, Julian, how's it going, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm glad that um, we finally can get this going because, you know, it's been a long time coming and, you know, we've been talking about this for some time now. So I'm glad to just finally get this up with you. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Sure, man. So, you know, I wanted to ask you first off, you know, you, you said, you know, how you were getting out of a meeting. Um, just, you know, what what exactly was, you know, everything, um, you know, like what was everything for you guys that was really uh, talked about just because, you know, obviously no fall season, things are going to be coming for the um, the wintertime. Just, you know, what is uh, – it was the spring and wintertime. Um, so what exactly um, is everything looking like for you guys right now? Uh, well, the meeting we just had was a little DB meeting. We just – just a little team bonding, going through our favorite quotes. Each of us, all the DBs mm -hmm. kind of picked out a favorite quote and said it to the group. But um, just mm -hmm. to touch on that other stuff, um, there have been other meetings like that where, you know, they announced where we uh, weren't going to have a fall season, which definitely sucked and it hurt. But um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to see it through a positive eye view of where that just gives me a whole extra year to prepare until I hit the field or half a year, depending on when we play for sure yeah and you know for for people out there that don't know julian is going to be playing football for st john fisher college in rochester um you know playing for coach paul vosberg my affection my alma mater as well so um you know love to see you know a local kid playing for one of my guy and especially you know he's a western new york guy himself he's a lockport native so he he definitely loves to reach back um into this area to the talent pool that we have here so um you know just just talking about 
um, what you guys are going to be doing moving forward. You know, what exactly is the plan? Because, I mean, are you guys, when you guys get back to school, you're going to be, you know, practicing? Is it going to be essentially what the spring is? Like, what exactly um, have they discussed with that? Um, as far as I know, we're going to – we can't start anything until, like, two weeks, I believe. So, after okay. two weeks, we could start practicing with our position groups, and we'll get uh, split up into lifting groups. The weight room can only have, like, 50% capacity. So, I think mm-hmm. the groups are going to be relatively small. So, we'll have to have a couple mm-hmm. of time slots. So, it works out for everyone. But that's the plan. For sure, man. Hey, I mean, I feel like, you know – even with as tough as a time as this is, so like especially like someone like yourself, you know, an incoming freshman, might be a better situation for you guys, for you young guys, to be able to learn, to get the opportunity to acclimate, get acclimated a little bit to school and to campus and things like that. Obviously, it's a little different than most years, but I feel like in the long run, I think this will be something that will help your specific class or, you know, maybe some of the transfers that are coming in as well. Yeah, definitely. I agree because college is a whole new game from high school and you just get a year to get in there, just get to know everything, get to know all the guys from the team, and you'll definitely just feel way more comfortable hitting the field whenever you hit it next. For sure, 100%, man. So, um, you know, just switching gears a little bit, you know, we – one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you on um, was because of, you know, some of the, the social justice stuff that you've been a part of this summer. And one specific um, piece of that is, you know, back in um, on Juneteenth, um, middle of June. For those of you out there who don't know, Juneteenth is a celebration of, uh, of black liberation here in the United States. You know, many people um, – you know, obviously know the, 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 the Independence Day and things like that, but really the Black Independence Day um, didn't come until years later um, with, with the, uh, I believe it was in Texas was the, the, uh, the origin of that. So, but just talk a little bit about what you were able to do, um, you know, with, with your hometown community in Wilson and um, just being able to celebrate Juneteenth. Yeah, so pretty much I was just seeing everything that's going on, just the killing of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, all that stuff that's going on. It's just it's been happening for too long, and I decided myself I had to think of something where I could make a small change, even if it's just a little thing like a march. So I, mm-hmm. I gathered out March for uh, Juneteenth, and we just kind of marched around town, held the American flag, and blasted some music by – great black artists just to bring some awareness to some people who might not know it around that area. For sure. And, and I'm glad you ended it with that, you know, for some people who might not know it in that area, you know, that was the one thing I asked you then. Um, and, you know, I'm sure you've had other discussions since then, but, you know, uh, Wilson is a predominantly white community. Um, you know, mm-hmm. what was it like to be able to bring, you know, something you know, so important to the black community, to a predominantly white community, one. And just what was the reaction and response and, um, you know, engagement from the community like? Um, I'd say it felt really great. It went really well. Um, mm-hmm. Felt great to be able to share that moment with all my friends and family and them being down to um, come out and support me and black lives and all that goes with it. And, mm-hmm. um, 
I'd say the response was really well. I had a lot of people who couldn't come because of vacation or whatever, but they were definitely supporting me from afar. And if I would have got to do another one before I left, I'd, I'd expect a way bigger turnout. But overall, I think it was a huge success and for people who were there and weren't there. Absolutely, man. You know, it's, it's very inspiring to see something like that. You know, I, I know this time, you know, it, it really challenges people to really step up and show what they're willing to do to make change because, you know, it, it, it's it's a it's a daunting time. You know, it's a lot of a lot of people are expressing their feelings, and you know, some people's true colors are coming out too, which is you know, for, for better or worse. Um, you know, so it, it definitely is enlightening to see something like that. Um, now, have you been able to um, do anything else in the in the community, or are there any other social justice efforts that you? are looking to get into um, as you begin your freshman year of college? Um, I haven't been able to do anything else since that, but I will definitely be looking for opportunities in college. I know that I'm on a first-generation scholarship, so I have to fill up some community service hours. So definitely some of those community service hours will get put into helping black communities, black lives, and all that goes with it. Absolutely, man. That's awesome. We'll be we'll be watching that for sure. We'll be you know staying in tune for that. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I wanted to ask you too, um, just you know, talking a little bit about your your career um, and everything. So, you got to be a part of one of the one of the better small small school um, football programs in the area at Wilson, and you know you guys really kept you know knocking on the doorstep, great regular seasons, and then you know some tough playoff losses. So. Just talk a little bit about that, you know, having faced that as a sophomore, as a junior, and then, you know, finally your senior year, you guys get over the hump and, you know, you guys make it, uh, make your way to New Era Field uh, for the sectional title game. Yeah, so pretty much to break down my sophomore year, it was like my first year in Wilson I didn't really play. So I, I was mm-hmm. there, but I didn't really get a huge perspective of really how the guys felt and the hard work that they put in. But I'd say mm-hmm. it came about my junior year when we were we were definitely a really good team, if mm-hmm. if not even maybe better than the team that we had this year with Marcel mm-hmm. and Steve and all them and all those guys just worked really hard and seeing them losing to Southwestern in overtime really just kind of it just went straight to the heart hurt us all and uh, especially losing to them two times in a row uh, just put a chip on our shoulder and. We just kind of grinded it out the whole summer, and we had that season that we had last year, which was a blast, and I'll never forget it. Oh, my goodness, yeah. I mean, what a season. Um, you know, you guys go under, undefeated in the regular season. Um, I believe it was only Wilson's second appearance in the sectional title game, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. So, I mean, just a phenomenal run. You know, unfortunately, things didn't work out in the in the sectional title game against Southwestern. But you know, what a season! And you know, just to just to to be able to follow you guys and to see what you guys put together was awesome. Um, I'm sure I have uh, in mind the, what you're gonna say to this, but is there a specific moment or memory that'll stick out to you the most? Um, or now, now I know there are some big moments, but you can give me you know that top favorite moment of yours that stood out but are there also some like you know little moments that might have happened at practice or just behind closed doors that you know we we um on, on the outside might not have gotten 
Um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna go with the generic here for my best, like the best moments, just the touchdown in Portville. Nothing that could really yeah. top that feeling and just that play and the atmosphere and everything. That was just mm-hmm. insane. But to I'm gonna have to think for a couple seconds. Let me think. I'd say I might just go for a broad thing. It's just like we were just a really good team. Just people didn't really see how close we were in practice. And, like, just the way that we could balance having fun and being serious. Like, we we might not have been such a practice team, but that mm-hmm. was okay because we knew right when that game started that we had to, we had to just lock in and do what we do, and that's what we did. For sure, man. And, you know, that I think above all um, when it comes to to sports in general, I don't care what level it is, you know, yeah, you can have talent. Yeah, you can have great coaches and things like that, but if that chemistry is there too, man. I've I've seen some teams that are far less talented um, take um, take on teams, you know, and beat teams more talented than them just because of the type of chemistry that they had, and because everybody genuinely, you know, enjoys being around each other, and you know the vibe that everybody gets gets gives off um, from each other and the energy they feed off of. Um, so, you know, I, I definitely can attest to that. And, you know, I, I, I'm glad you, you brought up the moment, you know, the port from the Portville game, um, you know, for, for people out there. That was for – that was the game where, you know, game to, to get to the uh, – to get to the stadium, you know, you you had to – you know, a, a knockdown, dragout game. I mean, back and forth effort all the way around. And you guys were down, what, by a point? At this, at that late point in the game, I think it was like two minutes left in the game. Um, and Bobby found you on the was it a it was like a wheel route on the outside, right, or down the seam? Uh, we did a vertical switch. It was like a I was from the outside and I did a seam, and then the yeah, like an exchange with a wheel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What I was gonna say so, yeah, but yeah, what a great, great, phenomenal play. But just to to be there covering that game. Um, Seeing the excitement that you guys had, um, not only as players and you know the coaching staff, but the community. You know, I wanted to ask you about that as well. You know, what what was it like to be able to one not only um, have such a successful season and have the community you know back you guys, but I feel like even before then, like Wilson has always seemed to be such a strong um, athletic community you know they've always been supportive of the teams and programs so so what was that like to be able to grow up and come along through a program like that um it was just great i i didn't go to wilson until i was in eighth grade but right when i got there in eighth grade i like instantly realized that sports meant a lot to these people just all the huge families in wilson all their kids play sports and all their parents played sports and then all their parents parents played wilson sports so it just kind of all goes down the tree and it's just more of a pride thing for I think a lot of guys in the team is, yeah, my my dad, my grandpa, whatever they went to the school, they wore this jersey, so I gotta I gotta go out and compete like they did or they would want me to. For sure, yeah, it, it's funny you you mentioned that. Like I remember even just talking with the team, you know, heading into um, the sectional title game, and you know, obviously Coach Atlas and and Bobby and Luke and you know Coach Ferry and Declan and um, even before then, uh, Steve Frerich, you know, being related to um, some of the guys in the Mahar boys, all the yeah, all, all the, the different. Yeah, it's just like it's such a family atmosphere, and 
I feel like more times than not, that's the type of, those are the type of atmospheres that, you know, you're going to continue to see great programs come th- or great teams come through those programs because the community support is there. So I definitely agree with that too. Yeah. Because it's also such a small town that like all of us play all the same sports together. So you're not just bonding mm-hmm. during football season, you're bonding during basketball season, baseball season, track season, whatever. You're just getting mm-hmm. to know all these people. And like, you just, I don't know. You're just brothers at that point. Like, outside of football, outside of sports, like you just best, you become best friends with some of these people. And that just makes it that much easier to go out and play with, play for them and have their back. No doubt. hundred percent. You know, you have that love for your teammates, you know, it makes it that much easier. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you just two more quick things. Um, if you had any advice for, you know, the, the high school kids um, coming into this year, we're still not sure when their season's going to be, whether it's going to be October or, you know, if it gets pushed back to March, um, you know, what, what bit of advice do you have to share with those guys? Because, you know, I feel like a team like yours last year, you know, let's say a team that has similar traits and qualities this year um, could really thrive because, you know, it was a, a team that was really together and, you know, stuck through a lot of things you know, and, and was able to, to come together as a group, you know, kind of as some underdogs, but you guys knew how talented you guys were. Um, a team, you know, some teams might be able to come up a little bit more so this year. So just what what type of advice do you have to offer? Uh, I'm just going to start off by saying it sucks for all those guys with this stuff happening, for, especially the seniors. Just definitely feeling mm-hmm. for those guys. I definitely hope everybody gets to play the sports they love uh, this year mm-hmm. with semi-normal to how it's usually done but um my mm-hmm. advice would be just be prepared for anything just stay in the gym stay working out stay in the playbook just whatever you need to do just to be prepared for the season because you never know what's going to sneak up and it's going to happen quick when they make right. that announcement oh we're going to be playing now and then we got to get prepared and everything so i'd say just my advice for all those athletes is just to be prepared for any situation no doubt no doubt. Got to stay ready. Got to get ready so you can stay ready, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's what I'm just going to try to do is just stay in the gym, stay on the grind, stay on the field, just be ready for anything. Because especially in college, you don't know when your number's going to get called upon. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, this year, I mean, I know more than most years, you know, recruiting is going to be crucial. And um, kids, some kids have lost out on, you know, a full season's worth. You know, some kids may lose out on two seasons' worth, depending on how things shake out this year. If they compact all three um, seasons at once, you know, we, you know, we'll see. Um, so it'll be interesting. But the last thing I wanted to ask you was, um, you know, unfortunately we did we did have a loss this uh, past summer with uh, Dick Gallagher. Um, were, were, did you ever have any experience with with Mr. Gallagher and? Um, were there any stories that you had to share uh, about him and, you know, just all that he was able to do with covering um, kids here in Western New York? Um, I've actually sadly never met him, but mm-hmm. just reading all this stuff on Twitter about him and everybody just sending their condolences. And I know that I've read a couple of his articles and he's just a great voice for Western New York football and definitely a huge loss for the whole entire Western New York football community. And he seems like a great guy. So anybody who, 
knew him. It's just a great loss for everyone around this area. Yeah, it's honestly crazy to think like, you know, even just, I mean, I was I was um, looking at my desk this past week. Um, you know, we got sent these um, basically like just these, it was almost like a media credential, like, you know, hey, if you ever need to use any of Dick's like information, um, any of his stats and stuff like that, you know, go right ahead. Like, you know, just a letter from him. And this was literally last year he sent this out, you know, so to think that this guy just last season was covering just this past winter, put together his, um, you know, his annual All Western New York banquet. Um, you know, he's, he truly will be missed. And, you know, for I, I always say this, you know, for me personally to be able to have been a kid that was covered by him and then, um, you know, to be a colleague of his, even in a brief um, matter of time, you know, it was an honor. So, you know, like you said, just a great loss. And, you know, we just saw, um, send the condolences to his family and just everybody else here in uh, Western New York who's um, still dealing with his loss. Because um, Western New York high school football will not be the same without him moving forward. So we just hope to be able to carry on the torch that he um, left for us. Definitely, definitely, for sure. All righty, Julian. Um, I really appreciate your time, man. Um, Good luck with everything. You know, like I said, obviously you being at my alma mater, I'll always be plugged in to, to checking in with you guys and everything. So um, hopefully, you know, you guys are able to get things rolling come springtime. Um, but like like I said, we'll we'll be in touch. And, you know, like I said, good luck with everything, man. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. You too. Good luck back in uh, Western New York, just doing your thing, covering these kids. For sure. we That's what we do. So. All righty, man. You take care now. All right, you too.